Hi, and welcome everyone to Whole Soul School and Foundation's Fireside Chats for January 2021. I'm Marie Moeller, and I'm an author, intuitive, and a co-founder of Whole Soul School and Foundation. I'm here with Lacey Frazier, my co-founder, who is a clinical psychologist by training and a practicing life coach and consciousness educator today. So I want to welcome everybody to our Fireside Chats Our mission here is to empower people worldwide to engage the journey of personal transformation and freedom through whole soul literacy, becoming lifelong learners in a personal transformation and soul growth and mastery process is an exciting and incredible way to live. We offer a unique educational platform that inspires and supports self-awareness, authentic power, creative expression, and overall well-being. We raise awareness and funds to provide tangible goods and resources to inspire and empower men and women releasing from prison. And we invite you to donate through our website at wholesoulschoolandfoundation.org so we can continue this important work of creating courses, podcasts, and donating to organizations that provide supportive services and resources to people whose lives who have been impacted by incarceration. And lastly, I want to spotlight once again that we hold a core belief that the conversations we share here in our podcasts are the education. Sharing inspired thoughts with the intention of helping people in their quest for personal transformation, empowerment, and wholeness is the education and the enrichment that many of us seek in our lives today. So I want to welcome you, Lacey, to this conversation, and I really thank you for joining me in what we're going to explore today. Yeah, thanks, Marie. It's wonderful to be here in Launch 2021. Right? Yeah. It is. And this month, we're going to be talking about a topic that has a lot to do. We're going to be focusing on navigating change. And without getting into any of the potent ways our country here in the United States is divided and how we are playing out energies of duality and separation more than ever before, we want to talk about this energy of change and navigating the changes that we're experiencing in our personal lives, in our communities' lives, right? And on a global scale, we're witnessing this. And so we're going to be speaking today about some things that include perhaps some tools and some insights that we can employ to better navigate these changes and surf these waves of change that many are experiencing in our world right now. And because 2020 and even 2021, we're just in January 2021, it's already seeded some curveballs in what people around the world conceive of as normal. And yet our planet shows us through the centuries and the millennia of time that evolution happens everywhere through vast cycles of time. And I believe we are in a very important cycle of change. And so I want to thank you for joining me today to talk about change. And, you know, some people hear the word change and they get excited And some people hear the word change and they get really (laughs) uncomfortable. Mm. And I know that 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 can be a trigger word, right? It can be an inspiration and an affirmation. And it can also be 
a trigger. And so um, I, I think it's an important topic. I think it's something that obviously is going to weave into our conversations this year. It certainly did last year in 2020. But I really feel we're focusing in on these energies of change. Yeah, Marie, you know, I, I feel like as I kind of think about all of our past podcasts over the last couple of years, and we've, we've done a lot of um, focusing on our sort of internal transformation and the hero's journey, ourselves as the hero, you know, walking in the journey of our life um, and sort of this internal alchemy. And we've we've talked a lot about that through the last couple of years. And I think that given everything that's happening on the planet and all of the change that is occurring, not only do we have to be grounded in our own selves, you know, and in our own way of being, but also we have to have tools, we have to have ways to to navigate to navigate the changes, you know, and, and I, obviously you know this, but I, I grew up boating and nowhere is there more unpredictability than on the ocean and and in you know with the weather and we have to be prepared we can't uh go go out sailing on the ocean in in fear most people don't get get on a boat and go out in the ocean uh in a state of fear satchel of fear (laughs) right exactly exactly they they go out prepared for uh for any any weather they they expect a beautiful sunny day. They've checked the weather forecast. It's you know it said it's going to be a great day. But any sailor knows, any boater knows, something can can rise up out of nowhere, um, you know, from any direction and sort of take you from surprise by surprise. Yeah. And and I think that um, the journey of all of us is to get to a place where we can really move and ebb and flow in this world, in this life, um, no, no matter what, what is going on in life. And, and no, I can't remember a time and certainly in, in the years that I've been on the planet that there has been so much change and so many different weather patterns, if you will, coming from all different directions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I certainly feel really grateful um, that you and I have been able to navigate these these last several years together, but of course the last 30 years together. Um, and, and in navigating those years, we have learned to fill our boat with lots of tools and lots of equipment and lots right. of things so that we're prepared kind of for, for, for any weather. Right. Um, yeah. But there are different levels of experience as a sailor, right? You can have a be a beginner sailor right. or you can be somebody who's a veteran or an advanced sailor. And that just means you probably have a lot of storms under your belt if you're yeah, right. in exactly. that category, right? Right, right? And you don't get there until you sail through the storms right. and successfully and you learn. You learn from the journey. The journey is your teacher. And that's something I just want to anchor right now yeah. in this conversation that I know we can look out of the lens of fear and we can look out of the lens of being triggered and um, constricting and contracting and worry and stress. But we can we also have the choice to look through the lens that life is a journey 
and I am going to learn in this journey, and I'm curious about this journey. And I think I would think it's pretty safe to say we are all heroes in our own hero's journeys right now. Even if we didn't think we were a hero in a hero's journey five years ago or 10 years ago, we might not have identified with that. But I think every single being on this planet is a hero of their very own journey. And that also means that along that journey, we use the metaphor of the sailor and sailing, or if we also go back to some of our earliest podcasts, because that's when we started podcasting here for the foundation, for the school and foundation, we talked about the ego and the conditioned self. And we talked about the the tools and the things that the hero and the hero's journey was going to be facing and the things that it was going to be calling to itself so that it could navigate the journey with more grace and ease and strength and empowerment. And sometimes it is going into some storms, no matter how big they are, right? And allowing yourself the experience, giving yourself permission to enter the journey is often step one. And people, not everybody realizes this. I'm a life coach. You're a life coach. We both do this now with clients locally and around the world. And in the work that we do personally and professionally, we see this. And sometimes I've witnessed that it's it. the first step is encouraging and supporting people to give themselves permission to have the journey they're in. Mm. Just permission to be in it. Because sometimes when we're trying to avoid it or go around it or go underneath it, you know, you have to sail the journey now. We have to go on the hero's journey. No one on the planet right now is immune to the changes that are unfolding. And those changes have some storms in them. And they also have a tremendous amount of blessings in them. And I know you have a story that you wanted to share with us and our listeners today that might illustrate a tool and a skill, and I would even call it a consciousness of neutrality that we'll talk about, you know, in the latter part of this conversation. But maybe you want to read the story. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. So when I was preparing uh, to speak with you today, I was sort of looking for, I love to speak teach or speak uh, from parables or short stories that illustrate kind of the energy that we're really wanting to talk about. And I found this parable. Apparently, it's an ancient parable, um, but I found it actually in the Huffington Post online. uh, And it was by a contributor by the name of Ty Wynn. And it's called The Farmer's Fortune? Mm -hmm. Question mark. So I thought if you, you're you okay, I'd love to, to read it and, and, again, just listen for the energy of neutrality that, um, that, this is, is illustrating. that this is illustrating. So once upon a time, there was an old farmer who had worked his crops for many years. One day, his horse ran away. Upon hearing the news, his neighbors came to visit. Ah, oh, such bad luck, they said sympathetically. Perhaps, the farmer replied. The next morning, the horse returned, bringing with it three wild horses. What great luck, the neighbors exclaimed. Perhaps, replied the old man. The following day, his son tried to ride one of the untamed horses and was thrown and broke his leg. The neighbors again came to offer their sympathy on his misfortune. Perhaps, answered the farmer. 
The day after, military officials came to the village to draft young men into the army, and seeing that the son's leg was broken, they passed him by, and the neighbors congratulated the farmer on how well things had turned out. Perhaps, (laughs) said the farmer. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Yeah, so so this is this was just a brief short story to illustrate this farmer's uh, ability to to stay pretty neutral regardless mm-hmm. of the fortune or the misfortunes in his life, regardless mm-hmm. of the ebb or the flow, regardless of the small storm or the big storm. Uh, he was he able stayed the course in the center. He stayed balanced, balanced. calm. Calm, paced, right? Um, and and I know, you know, for people who may just be be kind of stepping on to the hero's journey, this this story really illustrates the skill that you and I call neutrality. It's it's the ability to not really get kind of go off one end of the spectrum into negativity and not go off the other end into extreme positivity, but more sort of staying balanced in the middle, staying neutral. Um, but there are other people who are farther along in the hero's journey who, who, and I would love you to speak about this because the way you language this sometimes is like just music, frankly. Um, but it's, it's an energy and it's a consciousness. And so I'm wondering if you're willing to speak about that. Yeah. I, first of all, I like I love that story because I think parables have a way of singing a music that our higher consciousness understands, and we don't have to our our ego minds don't even have to understand it. It's something that we can all absorb in our own ways when things are taught and told through story. So I think those are always great illustrations, and so true because sometimes we can't even we don't even know the lessons that we're learning at a deeper level mm-hmm. from something like this, right? Uh, but but it's but it's there. It's this inner knowing that right. we, these things are speaking to, right? Exactly, and we all take in the lessons through the lens of our journeys, right? right. And some people might listen to that and say, "Well, if I was that farmer, <laughs> I wouldn't be saying perhaps, right?" <laughs> they right. they'd be like, "That isn't me." I'd be pissed off, I'd be right. angry, or I'd be sad, I'd be grief-stricken, right? Or they'd be maybe they were okay with whatever things were happening, but their neighbor or their mother or a friend or their cousin are like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened to you." And now you have all the mirrors around you showing you that you should be shocked. You should be sad. You should be thrilled. You should be celebrating. You should be in despair, right? We have a lot of mirrors around us. And a lot of shooting. A lot of shooting, exactly. And we have, you know, there's many ways we can talk about neutrality. I think the, one of the better ways that I can explain it is it's an internal experience. It doesn't have anything to do with all those people around, not the neighbors who were sympathetic, the neighbors who were congratulating him, the neighbors, because they were all over the map with their emotional responses. And when we're responding to everybody else's emotional responses, That's like being in the sea as a sailor on a boat with no anchor, right? Mm -hmm. If every single wave that passes your boat is an emotion Mm -hmm. and you're going to let every single wave determine Mm -hmm. whether you're going to capsize or whatever the metaphor might be, but that's allowing your outer circumstances 
to impact your experience of in any given moment. And I'm going to, from speaking from a more spiritual place, that when we can enter a place of neutrality and that place inside us that understands the wisdom and the consciousness of neutrality is our sacred heart center. Our ego minds are not built, they're not equipped, they're not designed to tap into faith and trust and a higher level of perception. So if we are expecting our egos to be able to say, perhaps, egos don't do that. Mm. <laughs> egos sound the alarm bells. Mm-hmm. There's a fire, there's a fire, there's yeah. a fire. See, see, see. Danger, danger, <laughs> danger. Because right. that's the ego's job. When it, it has not been working together with our heart centers and receiving instructions from the neutral, all-knowing, wise, faith-filled heart center, the egos panic. The egos respond to triggers and the egos look to everybody else outside of themselves, right? To mirror, is this scary? Should I be excited? Should should I be happy? They're looking for everybody else to mirror and reflect their own experience, right? But the heart is the neutrality that knows what our experience is. And it's also the place that we can summon any tools, any skills, any resources, any connections, Any miracles we might need are going to come through our heart centers that know deeply about neutrality. And I know you talked about, you know, your experience of, you know, that that you can be at zero. You can be on the positive side of responding, right? You can be in the negative side of emotions and you can be in reacting, right? And we can use those two words as polar, you know, to polar up. The response is a conscious, positive energy response of a creator. And when you're reacting, you're kind of walking backwards and you're feeling things are totally out of control and you're not sure what's going to happen and the sky is falling. And what you might call a ground zero is the same energy as neutrality in the spiritual language, which is also the same energy of zero point. And a lot of people who are Mm. spiritual teachers, Mm -hmm. they talk about the zero point portal. And that's really a, a, a point of consciousness. It's a portal of consciousness that only the heart, our heart vision has the ability to see. And I know that heart math online, that's one website that people can go to learn more about the heart and learn more about even just breathing, coherence breathing can take you into a space of divine neutrality. And that I understand is more on the very spiritual spectrum, right? Of lenses of perception. But everybody can understand that when they're stressed, if they're hyperventilating, we can still talk about the breath. And when you're hyperventilating, you also don't feel you're at zero point. We also don't feel like we're in a state of grounded, we're in a state of reacting to not getting enough breath or breathing too quickly because out of a stress fight or flight type response. And so I just want to bring that in here too, that heart math is a wonderful place. It has some great resources and they even have um, tools on their website about these coherence breathing techniques. And I've interviewed one person who's been teaching that in some of my other podcasts. I can even try and put some links below because he's been really giving us some amazing tools about conflict resolution 
and um, and management, which is really somewhat what we're talking about is coming back to a state of neutrality. And yeah. it's some of these heart math techniques yeah. and these breathing techniques. So neutrality to me is this place of seeing through our heart's vision. And I know for the, the, for the beginner in the hero's journey, that might seem like a long way away from their mm-hmm. lens of perception of like, how do I see through my heart? Like, what does she mean? I'd say go to heart math mm-hmm. and, and check out some of their tools and resources. But I'd say the heart has the ability. It's a consciousness. And if anyone listening doesn't resonate with what we're talking about, this farmer who's saying perhaps has cultivated the skills to be in that place of neutrality. And this podcast might just be an invitation to you to access some tools, to access some um, some more resources that can help to support you into breathing into a place of neutrality inside. Our breath is something we should cover in another podcast because just the art of conscious breathing, which is actually consciously taking a breath and really just feeling it go through your body and feeling the gift that a breath that you're taking consciously now, not just breathing automatically, but you're consciously breathing in and you can add light, you can feel goodness, you can ask angels or you can ask source or whatever your faith is to fill you with the energy of calm, to fill you with the energy of light, to fill you with the energy of being fortified. You can add into that conscious breath whatever skills and tools and feelings you might need to feel. And just that can reset you from a place of fear into fortitude. And this is a lot what we're needing in our world right now. When the stormy seas are rising and you're just a little boat in a great big ocean and the change is coming, And it's already here and there are waves of change that seem to come on a regular basis now. And some of us don't even have time if we don't have these skills, if we haven't cultivated this this understanding inside us and this consciousness, we might feel like I'm three waves down already. I might be drowning a little bit in what's happening in my life. And um, but I would imagine here I can toss this back to you that a good sailor probably has a number of tools and things that you can do and skills that you have to navigate when water's coming on board or, Well, you know, know, it's, it's, as you're talking, it's reminding me also last year, we talked about this heading into the wind concept. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember that, but, but when you talk about zero point and we talk about neutrality, we're also talking about heading into the wind, which has the same effect that you and I are trying to illustrate here. So for any boater, they can understand that when you, when you're in a big storm, you don't, you know, the, your, your, your best bet to avoid capsizing, meaning tipping over, right, is to head straight into the direction where the wind is coming from, because then the waves are breaking over the bow of the boat, the, the bow of the boat is cutting kind of through the rough waves as opposed to the waves hitting the boat from the side and risking flipping it over. And the situation where that would happen is if you're, A, either not conscious of the storm at all, 
right? right. Or turning and trying to outrun the storm. Right. Exactly. And how many sailors successfully out out <laughs> sail a storm, I guess. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think in some ways, if we bring this to our emotion or our energy, many people out of fear mm-hmm. try to outrun outrun the storm oh, that yeah. we're in. Right, they don't. They don't want to be flexible in in making the changes that need to be made in order to not capsize. Right. Or you know, I mean, we can weave all kinds of metaphors in and out of here, but I think it's so apropos for these times to really be able to talk about how can we how can we get ourselves into more of a neutral state of being, and whether it's through breathing or meditation or heart math. Um, through there's just and shifting i would say that the key that i think i really want to a point that i want to make today is understanding something that i think we talked about in an earlier podcast this might be like a podcast review (laughs) but it is being a hundred percent responsible for our lives and when we're in the storms or when we're facing great changes, and we are right now in our world and in our own personal lives, to blame somebody else for the changes occurring is completely disempowering to us. It's like being in that boat and trying to outrun the storm, sail your way out, and all you're going to do is fill your sails and capsize the boat right over. Right. Instead of understanding I'm 100% responsible, when you look through that lens, I'm 100% responsible for me, who I am, what my consciousness is, what my lens of perception is, and the tools I'm going to call to myself to navigate these troubled waters. I'm 100% responsible for that in my life. Number one, that can be a whole lot of responsibility that jumps on to the tailwinds of an already moving storm. But it's also, just like you said, that's how you find the neutrality. You turn and you face into the wind and you turn towards the storm and you don't run. And that's where the heart is so important because it's through the heart your mind is going to be freaking out. Your your ego is going to be, you know, peeing its pants at this point because it knows. I mean, it's dark clouds. Like it just, it looks wicked there what you're heading into. But the heart says, I have everything I need inside me. It knows this. This is where faith lives. This is where all that personal transformation and personal growth and being a lifelong learner and adventurer is. It's in your heart center. That's the part of you that has lived this life and many other lifetimes, and it's fully prepared to assist you, but you have to engage it. Can your neighbor engage it for you? No. They can reflect their emotions and reactions to you, but if you're 100% responsible for your life, Taking on their reflections in this critical moment, in this time of great change, isn't helping you steer your ship any clearer into the storm so that you can embrace the journey and the gifts of this storm and what it's bringing to you. And I don't know, maybe you can speak as a sailor because this is not my realm of experience. You would never know it because you're you're really doing great with that. (laughs) Well, what happens when you get on the other side of a storm? I mean, you you it, you, it, you you fall into your course. You you get back on course, 
right? right. So, so we, uh, you know. Oh, because when you're in the boat. When you're in the boat and you've got a compass, you've got a compass and you're following your compass headings, but a storm comes up from nowhere, you know, or might might not be from nowhere, but a storm comes and you no longer can follow the course that your compass says to follow. Right, right. Right? Because if you do, it'll, it, it means that it could mean right. that the storm will take you. So you and, have to be flexible so you to have face to be fl- the storm. No. But I wanted to bring it back here. I really wanted to understand yeah. this. When you're facing the storm, are you not really going anywhere? Correct. You're in a kind of a still point. You're in a still point. Ah. And this, you're letting the storm pass, blow right through you or by you, right, right, as it as you face it right. head on, right. So that's what happens, and that happens in sailors' lives. People are in the boating world can understand this. I'm sure there's many metaphors in many ways, but if I just take it back to the human level of being a spiritual being, having a human experience, which is what we really all are, and we are that brave epic hero. If we would turn and face the storm, not look away from it, not run away from it, not ask everybody else's opinion about it, because that's not going to help. Yeah, right. <laughs> when you turn and you take 100% responsibility with that spiritual fortitude looking into the eye of the storm, it does pass by and you find yourself in a place of calm, right? And you, right, the wind may have blown around you, but you're grounded. You're well, and you know, stable. The hallmark of a wonderful sailor and boater, and I, I would put my father into this category, is is intuition. Mm. Um, you know that 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 a sailor who is really in tune mm. with the water, with the weather, with the boat, with what's needed, will anticipate what's coming and will be able to 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 move and flow and be flexible and face the storm and uh, but really go within and listen to what's needed what is needed in this moment in this storm as the waves are crashing against the boat as my you know maybe my family is being threatened right now you know so what is what is what is needed and and as whether we're talking metaphor whether we're using the metaphor of sailing in a storm or whether we are human spiritual beings having this human experience living this human life of course you more than anyone know that when we can really tap into our intuition and and we can follow that guidance mm. um oh i feel so blessed by you just describing that because when you're in your intuition in my own experience, that's where the empowerment is. Yes. And when we're in our ego minds, that's where the fear is. Right, exactly. And in this upside down world that we've been in, and we're still changing through, we're still growing through, we're on this precipice of incredible change, we can keep looking back to fear to be our guide. Right. Or we can do what the change is designed to do, which is to help us grow that yes. intuition. Yes, yes. And this is a lot of what we want to, you know, bring through in our podcast here at Whole Soul School and Foundation, because of course we need our minds. We do need our minds to navigate the course of life. But truly, most spiritual teachers and speakers and authors and people who walk this path, you know, understand that we have to be listening to the guidance of the heart that has the faith, that has the empowerment, that has the rudder, the anchor, that ability to get into a still point and trust trust ourselves and our skills deeply, right? 
there's a vaster amount of support that lives in that intuition that I'm also saying comes through our heart centers than the limited ego mind that only knows what its training has been on a linear world in school, in our experiences, and it's trying to draw from those things. But this kind of change we're facing on the planet is calling out skills that our, our ego minds maybe hasn't experienced before. It's a new kind of change. It's mm. a new expansion of consciousness. Mm-hmm. So if you keep going, it's like if you were going to go to your computer mm-hmm. and you're looking to solve a problem with your computer, but mm-hmm. you've got an outdated operating system, exactly. you're just not going to find the file or the software you need. That's why people get new computers or right. new devices to right. be upgraded. These changes that are happening require are, the require update. <laughs> the update. It's not optional. Right. It's mandatory right. at this point. Right. And so we need this skill and this consciousness, however we cultivate that in our lives. And we're just scratching the surface. That's kind of what we do in some of these podcasts. We're offering the conversation as the education to plant the seed in our listeners' hearts and minds. Number one is the question, how well is your heart and your mind working together? If you function strictly from your mental mind, it's going to be harder to navigate these changes because the requirement, if I speak from a spiritual perspective, is we must activate our intuitive centers. We must activate our heart centers. And it's the heart center that's designed to guide the mind. And then you start to have a more perfect world. But we have a lot of these rogue egos and these rogue mental minds that have been running the planet for eons and our personal lives. And you can see the havoc that it can create. And in the storms of these changes that we're seeing sweeping the nation and here in the United States and also impacting the larger globe because the pandemic and many of these other, you know, the impacts of these other storms, everybody is probably feeling some emotion right now. And then we're reminded that we're 100% responsible for our vessel, for our vehicle, for our consciousness, for our choices. And it doesn't mean that all the choices we would make in the storm that we uniquely are facing is what the, the farmer's neighbors would choose for us. That's also what happens when you engage the hero's journey. You start to understand and embrace that you are going to make these choices from that intuitive lens of perception, that you're still growing, you're still nurturing, and you're still expanding those skills. Some of those choices that you make might not even be the right choice, but you can correct your course. Right. If you're listening to everybody else and you've got 15 other drivers of your boat it gets really hard to navigate the storm when you have 15 people telling everybody else what to do. You have to center in your own storm. You have to center in your own life and you have to center in your own heart. And that question of, uh, is your head and your heart, are they connected? Are they communicating? What are the things that you do in your daily life or maybe your weekly life at least to begin this process of unifying and opening the lines of connection, right? And one last example I just feel, but if we think about landlines, telephones that Mm -hmm. we've had in our house for many decades, now many of us have the cell phones, but just think about that. Mm -hmm. If you have a cell phone, let's use a cell phone, 
and you have a friend that you want to call and they don't have a cell phone, you can't communicate. Right. Right. And the same thing with our landlines. You know, if you want to call somebody, right, but they didn't have a phone in their house, you couldn't make that connection. Well, that's kind of what's going on between our hearts and our minds. Mm. Right. Mm. So the the mind is saying, well, I have a phone, but I don't know how to connect to the heart. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, if you wanted to make some phone calls, whether it was two decades ago, six decades ago or two decades from now, you're going to have to figure out how to open the lines of communication again. Mm -hmm. And I think this is what we're doing definitely here at Whole Soul School and Foundation that's a lot of what we are focused on. We're going to be doing more, we're going to creating more courses and content that people can choose listening to their intuition. Is this class for me? Is this class for me? Is this what I need? Is this podcast what I want to tune into? We are here to focus on a little bit more whole soul literacy and opening the lines of communication between our heart centers and our minds and our egos and trying to help individuals in this hero's journey turn an upside-down world inside themselves right side up. So it's not the mind that's directing everything else, including the heart. That's what's so out of balance. Mm -hmm. It's the heart that's designed to give directives mm. to the mind. And the mind, yes. once it finally surrenders to the wisdom of the heart, it knows beautifully how to negotiate any storm, any challenge, any stress, any imbalance in your life. And so if this podcast can do anything, and if this story of the farmer who says, perhaps, that's not a passive, ap apathetic right. um, response to the situation that unfolds in that story, I'm going to give this farmer a lot of credit just to say, because I don't know this farmer, but I'm going to say... Oh, it is an ancient parable. <laughs> and therefore, so there must wisdom. be some wisdom in there. <laughs> right. Right? And that he's illustrating to us the blessing of being in that neutrality and facing the storms of his life that came in those series of events. Mm -hmm. And just being willing to be in that place of neutrality helps you to not be so reactive emotionally that can stir up more storms and that can actually help you to more positively respond from a place of intuition and groundedness what your next step is, mm -hmm. right? And I think we're all listening for next steps mm -hmm. and we're all listening and we're paying attention to the kinds of emotions and, and experiences we're having that right now are some of the storms that all are going through right now. Those storms could get louder. You know, they might get a little louder over the next number of weeks and mm -hmm. months, and they could abate a little mm -hmm. bit. Mm -hmm. Either way, we want to be preparing our vessels, right? Our whole soul, our mind, body, spirit vessels for navigating the journey. And I think I really appreciate you talking with me today about neutrality because it's not something that is in everybody's consciousness. And I can say it wasn't even in my consciousness until later into the hero's journey that the further I went in, the more I started to learn about this. And we can talk about this more in some other podcasts, mm -hmm. but just planting the seeds of mm -hmm. the possibility of the blessings of neutrality in the hero's journey. When I said it's not apathy or it's not passivity, 
it's actually an active presence and a consciousness that you cultivate inside that you know you're okay no matter what. You Amen. know you have all Amen. the skills no Amen. matter what. Yes. So these are the, this is, we're, we're journeying some storms on land and at sea right now. Mm-hmm. It's both. And wherever people are, it's okay because I believe those storms from a spiritual perspective, are leading us into a much greater freedom as a planet, as a global family, as, you know, as an individual amongst a a bigger human family that is trying to rise and set ourselves free. And there's different people who might understand some of the layers of that. I think many people can even understand if you're not, if you don't have a job right now, or if you're struggling to pay the bills or medical issues or whatever the there's a lack of freedom in a lot of the aspects of all of our lives and i think if we can move through this storm with some neutrality the other word for neutrality lacy is grace mm. grace is what neutrality is that's why it feels mm, so good yes so neutrality is something to cultivate and when you do cultivate it and you exercise it and you live it that's when you know you're living in grace mm-hmm. and you're living a graceful life. Mm. And I think that's something that many people would admit that they truly do desire. We don't all know how to get there, but you only know how to get there by taking the next step. And the more you can open up these lines of communication and listen to people in podcasts and be a learner and discoverer, how do people open up the lines of communication? We went on that journey yep. nearly 20 years ago. We're still learning. I still love that I get to learn new things every single day when I wake up. And I like that feeling of adventure and curiosity. Yeah. With neutrality, though. Yeah. With neutrality Absolutely. as well. So it's, it is an art it is. that you cultivate um, in this process. But the rewards are phenomenal. Yeah. So I want to thank you for joining me. Did you have anything more to share? No, I just uh, I want to thank you so much for for uh, for being with me today and talking about these very important things. And and I, I think you and I have uh, been in many storms together and on the same boat. And uh, yeah. you know, uh, and navigated very well. And may, maybe I'll just end today. I found a, an app. A meaning for the acronym of change, so C H A N G E, which I found a couple that I really liked. Uh, change is choosing honesty allows new growth every day, mm. and change choose having a new growth experience. So that really ties in, Marie, with what you were kind of wrapping up with, which right. is really opening to to this life experience as a journey, as an adventure, as something to, to learn from, evolve, grow, uh, flow with. And, and there are definitely ways that we can cultivate a strength and a faith and a trust in in a, in our way of doing that. And that's what you and I are so committed to talking about together and, and hoping yeah. that others will um, gain, you know, gain valuable information and skills from, from what we have to say. So yeah. anyway, I thank you. 
You're welcome. And I just wanted to add one more thought to that is that that is our goal here is to empower people worldwide in the journey of personal transformation. But we could also say to empower people worldwide through the experience of change. And that's just another way of saying that. Yeah. And so we're honored and we always love to have these fireside chats and we have more visions to grow more courses and expand our platform in the coming months so that we can begin to offer some classes by some wonderful teachers and continue to maybe grow some podcasts we, we aim to have and have some new voices who are sharing their wisdom in the journey. Yeah, and I just, you know, as, as you're speaking, I'm also envisioning something I've always thought of when it comes to us speaking is that we are almost like that compass in the boat, like, or mm. that lighthouse on the shore, you know, that we can, it would be an honor to to be a, a guide of some kind, whether that's a guiding light or a guiding compass to help others navigate navigate their journey. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, well, thank you. Yep. And I want to thank our listeners. And I want to invite anybody that's inspired by these podcasts that hears our mission and vision here to continue to create these podcasts, these courses, these messages, these materials that empower people and that especially raise funds and awareness for people whose lives have been impacted by incarceration. When you support Whole Soul School and Foundation, you're supporting us to give to other organizations that we know, Lacey's 20-some years in the, in the Federal Bureau of Prisons as a clinical psychologist and working with people for a while, even in reentry, reentering their lives from prison, This is definitely a big part of Whole Soul School and Foundation's vision. So we have the education part, which is the school, Whole Soul School, (laughs) and foundation. The foundation part is gifting to organizations that we know the money goes directly to serving people whose lives have been impacted by incarceration and who are seeking resources of support. on on many different levels. And so when you support us, you help us do the work that we do to bring these messages to a wider audience and to help more people in the world. And so we thank our sustainer donors and we invite anyone listening, every, you know, every donation helps. It's no donation is too small and you can donate at our website at wholesoulschoolandfoundation.org and you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter not we have an account at Instagram. I'm just not there as often and we're also building some platforms at rumble.com, minds.com and gab.com as well. So look for us on any of your favorite platforms and of course you can tune in also by podcast. Just listening um, on your favorite podcast platforms. I know we're on Spotify and Apple iTunes and other things like that. So look for us um, because we're there and we're going to keep the messages coming to empower you in your hero's journey. And until next time, blessings.